Welcome back to Radical Humanity. My name is Ben Hoover, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. And you know, I forget to, I forget to say, I don't bring this up. Um, I don't think I've ever brought it up on my podcast, uh, except for maybe one. But I, I, I forget to mention that if anyone listens to that, whoever listens to this, that so I have this website, um, and it's benjaminbhoover.com, and that's where I post my writings. Uh, I'm going to be posting my poems that I write, and I have some videos, and then I have my podcast episodes as well that that you can listen to on the um, like download and listen to on the site. But it's also on iTunes as well. Um, so so I always forget to say that, but that's where I put my collection there. Um, so I got to make a note to mention that here and there. Um, so uh, so these are my. Uh, my series, kind of a series, um, in in this whole podcast series, these little little subculture series, where I um, I read poems that I've written, and I've written about seven of them within a stretch of a, a span of a few weeks. I I, got, I, I hit something in me, kind of kind of struck oil down below, and. Um, and it just has been this incredible, um, energizing experience to be able to write at this, um, kind of in this sort of atmosphere, tone, mood, than just a conceptual piece, even though I like writing that poetically, in kind of a poetic way as well. But it's, um, yeah, it's just a very different experience. And so, um, as I probably will explain in each episode when I have a poem is I want to, these are going to be really short or shorter episodes, but I kind of want to add body to it and give some commentary. So I thought, you know, why don't I read my poems first and, and kind of let that do the talking and, you know, you can sit with that or however it resonates with you. Um, hate it, love it, cry, weep. I don't know. Think deeper on life, whatever, whatever it does. Um, is to kind of have that first be the experience and then and then I'll kind of from there just go on and give some commentary and give a little bit of a, a background to this piece. Um, so you know one thing I want to say is that I had uh, I had a couple of people say what what's that like when you're writing these poems? I mean what what's happening in those moments? And I told them, I honestly I don't know. I just get in this, I get in this groove and these words just kept flowing and then I shape it and I don't analyze it. I don't even really go back and, um, and do any kind of little finishing touches. I mean, some, if maybe I've misspelled something or like grammatically, there may be an an issue, but, uh, but for the most part, how it comes out is how it stays. Um, but sometimes, you know, I'll have a word and then I'll do a little bit more research on the word and kind of see if I can build it with, were like other synonyms, um, and, and, and give, uh, give, I don't know, it, it pick something that kind of gives it a little more oomph, um, maybe captures what I'm saying, but it was really cool. There was, um, my, a buddy of mine that I actually read a couple of them. He goes, man, I, when you read those, like I have to look at them again, cause there's so much there. Like you, you put so much in a sentence in a statement there that even that just like in cap, like 
capture so much, even in just a few words. And I really, really appreciated that because it's not something that even I, I even am conscious about. It just comes out that way. But I, it was really, I love that review that that comment of that because yeah, it's 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 kind of meaty, but um, but there's a lot said in a way. Um, and, and some of my poems are long, so it's like they kind of maybe takes a little bit. I know it when I read it. I know what it means and where it's coming from. But to the the audience, the recipient of that, it's it's a lot to take in. So that's why I'm I'm reading this maybe a little bit slower, but also I'm gonna post the um, poems as well when I post the podcast episodes. Um, so uh, yeah, I think I think that's all on that. So I want so this poem is called "What the Cabin Revealed." I'm gonna. I am. We'll reveal it right now. A serendipitous invite to the woods, a famil- familiar place of retreat, where family once had gathered, now spent alone. Mystery encompassed me. The slightest inkling as a guide, this quiet voice whispered direction, traversed along acres of unknown. Upon my arrival, excitement glowed, an accolade for choices made. Premeditated plans preceded landing. But unbeknownst to me would be encounters that escaped foretelling. Multiple excursions in uncharted snowy hills amplified affection for the outer lands, the object of my yearning. Vows of silence broken by cinema, a provocation for my tears. Cascading over love's loss, another moment shook my soul. A seismic urgency to quell the loneliness, fear of feeling such a state juxtaposed images of others' affairs, fattened with mastery and rich connection, panic-induced moments of escape, until I heard the voice within, calling me back home. A potent voice admits the disorienting blast. Where are you now? Its tone warmth with comfort. Confusion stopped, gave way to stillness. Direction had returned. Memories washed up unexpressed rage. Buried feeling remained in me. Now dispersed into the air surrounding, the cold air infused with punctuated gusts of indignation, silence subsequently reappearing. Inspired writing, immersed in discovery, the outer world had faded away. Revival for exploration, imbibed in personal expression, another world I entered in, free of regulations, laws, and margins, a flow with no end, a child in the throes of boundaryless play, no toxins nor pollutants, insidiously limiting, unbridled wander. Instead, confidently roaming in lands with no wrongs, invited to unravel, cavernous travel, following the bends, a thread with unending pull. Fullness marked moments of writing, pleasure subdued any inner quarreling, images in slumber, griefs retelling, parting ways with whom my heart attached, panicked over the chasms widening. Another dream of truths unsaid, open doors to new paths lighting, inexperienced relating, shared genuinely in the waiting. These three days bountied with innumerable encounters, dancing, singing, weeping, pleasure. Loneliness had lost its sting to deep connection internally. This cabin, a capsule, a sacred storage, where all these memories inhabit. But doubt enveloped upon departure, existential wondering. What did this, what, what did all this even mean? Tears and desperation conjured unfathomable intimacy, now overshadowed by home's return. Yet answer came by dream and early waking. Clarity had pierced the shrouding, that life was all about connection, bidding me to stay the path, a renaissance of genuine relating, initiated by an inner knowing, 
replete with care and love and passions, this vision cast in darkest night, reassured meaning in my retreat, and to heed this, vo this guide internally. A voice that pulls into unknowns, such as the woods that spur on growth, forever it will live in me, the spiritual unfolding, a time of evolutionary intimacy. So, um, so, um, back in, um, I don't know if I'm going to post it this year, so I'll, I'll just be safe and say, so last year, 2019, back in March, I went to, I went up to this cabin. I, it was the, one of these moments of, I just have to get away. I brought my snowshoes up and I brought my, my iPad, my writing instruments and whatnot. I brought music, I brought my food and, um, I didn't know what was going to happen. I just knew that I needed to get away. And that was on, that was the, so I went through th a three-part breakup and that was the second with the, with the same uh, person. And I went, and so part two, which was this, was, um, it was really, really fresh. And so I thought, I think I need, I need this time away for myself. And I like, I like, I like moments of retreat. I like getting away alone. I like having adventures on my own. And, uh, and so, and so in the past, if, if that desire would come up, I'd really waver and I wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything about it. And then it would kind of backfire on me. Uh, you know, and so this, I thought I've, I, I, I gotta do it. I have to go. I, I gotta, I gotta kind of just, just go and see what happens. And so, um, so I brought my snowshoes and, and so I, I did, a, a, I did uh, about three hikes in the, in the hills and I, I snowshoed and there was this one time where I was hiking. It was, uh, it was up in Tahoe. Um, I live like in kind of in the Northern, a little bit North of Sacramento in California. And, uh, and so I, I, I went up to Tahoe, um, South Lake part of Tahoe, and I stayed in a cabin there that my family has stayed there in the past. So this is my first time alone. And so I, I, my, my first little snowshoe trek that weekend, I ended up hiking and I, and, and I loved it. It was, it's called, I think Eagle Falls. So, um, and it goes into the, uh, it's called the Desolation Wilderness. It's a very welcoming name. Um, if you, a lot of people will hike or backpack in those areas, but it's really spectacular. So, but I'd never gone when there was the snow. And so I hiked and I kid you not, I swear I swear I saw like the back end and the tail of what might have been a mountain lion. I mean, my eyes might have been playing tricks with me because I walked. I mean, I stopped. I mean, this this oh shit moment kind of uh, just sparked in me, and I I ended up walking, and and I I slowly cautiously um, went towards because I didn't know what was going to happen. I there was no one else around. I was by myself. And the, you know, when the snow hits, it, 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 it really, um, it siphons out any echo or reverberation. So, uh, so people can't even hear me if I were like scream. So anyway, um, if I was attacked, so, so I ended up hiking a little bit further and then something just said, no, don't, don't go any further. And so I ended up turning around I was disappointed because I really wanted to travel that when there was snow, I went back months later and did some hiking along that. And that was, oh, that was spectacular. So anyway, so, um, so I did a couple of, of treks on the snow 
In fact, the second time, the the next day when I did some hiking, there were animal animal tracks, and it didn't look like dog tracks. It might have been mountain lionish, and you know, again, it's like I can't get away from these things. Now it's rare when there's a potential mauling, but um, and and that there's a sighting. But again, you never know. So so, but it was still cool nonetheless to to go and adventure. And I ended up climbing up this hill. This the second round I went. And because I saw this lake and it was, you can't access it from the main road. It's actually almost, pri- I think there's private, there's like a house there. Um, and so when you're driving Emerald Bay and you're like kind of high up looking down on the right to Emerald Bay on the left side where I was driving, you see this lake and it's almost, almost goes like marbleized. It had this like marble um, sort of uh, kind of, coloration to it and it was so beautiful so I thought I have to figure it out so I parked on the road and then I hiked and I was able to access it I didn't stay too long because of the animal tracks freaked me out but anyway so so that was cool but I had so I went there so when I went to the cabin there were moments where I'm like okay I'm just gonna be in silence I'm gonna write and well that kind of was broken up with I want to watch a couple of movies, and I watched Atonement, which I really love, and um, and then I watched Spanglish, uh, which I also lo- love, and, and unfortunately, they were kind of like love stories, and so, and I went through this breakup, and so, of course, <laughs> I started weeping. Um, it, it certainly got the, the tears flowing, um, and then there were moments where I danced in, in the house, and I put on my music, and then I entered, and then I wrote, like I, it was, it was this rare moments, because I felt so much, I put so much pressure on myself to write, and write for other people and, and, and convince them and whatnot. And, and there was this change in me where I could just write so freely and write for myself. And I actually will be eventually posting those writings and doing podcast episodes to each, but it was, it was, there was just so much freedom and enjoyment in that. Now it's like what I experience now when I write. And then, um, and then I had, I had this crazy moment where I felt this like guttural, like this deep, um, uh, how to describe it? Just this this deep loneliness in me, and I had a moment of panic where I was like, "I gotta get out of this. I gotta fight this. I gotta okay. Maybe I'll go. I'll go to a bar. I'll go be with people. I go, you know, just just to be around people because it, I became so terrified of it. And and then this moment happened where I thought, "Hang on, Ben, is that really what I want to do? You know, like this, this, the clouds had parted and this moment of clarity <laughs> beamed into me. And I thought, is that, is that really what I want? And I thought, no, I'm, I'm here. I'm in the cabin. I want to write. I want to just be where I'm at. Like, I don't want to go. And I realized that that was so reactionary to, I got scared of that place. And then, and then I tell you what, once I embraced that, this peace came over me and I, uh, and, and this, this calm and I, I became, reoriented, I guess, to the present, to, to my direction, to where I was at. And, but in that moment, it's crazy. I started imagining other people's lives like, oh man, they're probably just filled with just social life and having the greatest times. And I mean, this is, it's what, this is what like all this urgency and desperation comes out of that when there's this fear. But when I came back to this place, like the, the loneliness left because I was, I was where I was at. I was where I wanted to be. 
And so, and that gave way to a lot of incredible writing. But then there was also moments where grief came up, the sadness, all this unexpressed anger from moments that I held it in um, when we were, when I was in this relationship and I stuffed it down because I was afraid to let it out, afraid of losing the relationship. And so, oh man, that stuff just surfaced and I just went off in those moments. Um, And then I had dreams. I had two dreams. One was a grief dream saying goodbye to her. And then this other dream where, uh, it was, you know, here, here when I, uh, when it comes to dreams, and when I'm listening to people talk about their dreams, we have to. It's it's really easy to take it literally. Like sometimes the it has to do with the person um, that's in the dream. But sometimes it's just symbolic. It's just it collects. Sometimes dreams just like collect things from the day or even from past events, and and it all just becomes symbolic for a, a deeper message. But it's always reflecting something in, about our internal world, and so, um, so, uh, but but this dream had to do with a friend that I was withholding anger uh, that I felt anger towards, and so and it was just just very fascinating dream. I, I won't you know, retell, but um, but I knew instantly in that dream of oh I got to be honest with him, I got to I, I I want to. And, um, and then, so, so it was just this really intimate time of feeling so much of writing, of exploring. Um, and then once I left there, I drove down the hill, there was this moment of what the fuck was this all about? Like, as I I went home, this kind of, this questioning returned and, and this ache returned. And it's like, what, what did this all even mean? And, and I kind of went into sort of this despair sort of place. And I, I question all this because it was just this rich, rich time. And then, I kid you not, in the middle of the night, um, I, I woke up and I had like anxiety. I think was it anxiety or uh, there was a dream. No, I'm sorry. There was a dream that woke up, that woke me up. And um, and then I, I went into my backyard and paced around the pool at like three in the morning or four in the morning. And, um, and then I I, I, I just let myself like get kind of pissed about whatever was going on. And, uh, because I wouldn't have been able to sleep. I had to follow whatever my emotions were telling me. And, uh, and then this understanding came from it of, oh, and, and I mean, really like a, like an energizing revelation, um, just struck me of, oh my gosh, like, like life is about like, journeying into being more connected, free, um, relating with people, engaging, becoming my true self, finding that, which was interesting because a lot of the writings I was doing were on the Beatitudes, which is in the Bible, in the ancient writings there. And, um, and, and I see that as a journey of finding your true self. So surprise, surprise, man, that was the, that was the theme. So, um, so that, when that happened, it was so it brought this reassurance to me of, okay, keep keep going, like keep going this path, like finding yourself, expressing yourself, um, bringing your whole self into life, um, accepting everything in me, and 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 being genuine with the people around me. Um, so, anyway, I yeah, so that's what this poem was about, and uh, I enjoyed writing this. So, on that note, till next time.